You're listening to the podcast where you can feast on all the information in the world of sports. Now, here's your host, Tommy Yu. Hey guys, sorry about the length of this episode. It's a lot shorter, even though this was one of our big episodes that we were planning, but we had some technical difficulties where we lost pretty much like a whole half of this episode and we we're already at like, yeah, 45, like minutes. 45 minutes <laughs> yeah so it was gonna be a good awesome episode but we're like oh my god i can't believe it keeps failing so we're gonna just do it again um we only we only made it to like seven so some of it will still be fresh but if we really move on from certain topics that is why so before further ado because of our time restraints let's just get started there we're gonna unveil the top 10 quarterback rankings that all of the owners have submitted and um this is the first time we're doing it and so kind of how was it on your end filling everything out was it kind of like a smooth process because it got real real shady for me pretty much like after like the top four or five for me i didn't really feel yeah. that comfortable placing things in i'm assuming it was similar for you yeah i think the top five i was really confident in the like, top five um after that i was like had to think about it a little bit more um but i think so since we already recorded the first five, 45 minutes, do you think we should just like run through the ones that we did real quick and then give everyone like the normal breakdown for the last? Yeah, because the way that we were doing it is we were having you guess. So maybe we won't have yeah. you guess. I will go, we'll go already all the know. way. Yeah, no exactly. We already that. know. So um, we won't yeah. have to roll off everyone. We'll spend a little bit of time. So like the very first quarterback was Patrick Mahomes, which is probably a surprise mm-hmm. to absolute no one. But what was a surprise was it was not unanimous. Maybe that's not a surprise, but one owner did have Patrick Mahomes down all the way at number three. So that is definitely something we have to talk about because if there are other quarterbacks to take ahead of him, at least in the PDL setting, I mean, this is a 27-year-old quarterback that looks like he's going to play for a minimum of like another decade, and he's been on this crazy pace. So to think that you could put two quarterbacks ahead of him, I don't really know. Uh, Maybe Josh Allen, but what about you, Darren? Yeah, I'm not taking anybody over Pat Mahomes in my (laughs) personal opinion. So I um, I, I definitely am not putting them three, but you know, if you wanted to take, Jalen Hurts or somebody and Josh Allen, maybe I guess I could see it, but there's no way I'm doing it. Yeah, no, I would definitely have to agree with you. He has everything he needs in Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid. As long as Andy Reid is still there, there's no reason for Yeah, as long as Andy Reid's there, I think that's the thing. As long as long as Andy Reid's there, there's no way I'm taking anyone over Pat Mahomes. Nobody. Absolutely. And even if Andy Reid's not there, I mean Patrick Mahomes is so good to the bar. I'm like, I'm kind of concerned, but it's Patrick Mahomes. But I was definitely surprised to see him down all the way at three, but still, he was clearly the number one quarterback. Now we're going to jump over to number two, and Darren, you were kind of right. The only other quarterback you might think of taking would be maybe Josh Allen. He was the number one quarterback two years in a row previously, and then he was just the throne. But he still had a pretty solid season, and I think a big takeaway here was he was top three on pretty much every single owner's ranking, except for one. One owner ranked him at number five. That's kind of outrageous, right? I feel like the only way you could have Josh Allen rank that low, especially in long term, is they have to be very concerned about his durability and play style in the long term. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think that they're probably worried about him being too physical and taking a lot of hits and wearing down and maybe having what happened to him, Cam Newton happen to him. Um that's He's a great 20. comparison because they kind of play the same. They lower the shoulder. Yeah. They're not afraid of contact. And they seriously are literally like when you watch a Buffalo Bills game, he's literally carrying the team, like the whole team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And um, he is so important to that offense. Um, and I 
you know I said this on the the other pre-recorded pod. <laughs> it's okay, repeat because uh, our listeners didn't hear it. <laughs> but if I think that they played down that elbow injury, and I think that if they just like let him play, we wouldn't have seen that bad version of Josh Allen. Like um, we would have been like, oh yeah, he's hurt. Like, but they kind of were like, no, he's fine because he's so important to the Bills. They needed him out there because if he wasn't out there, they would have lost those games for sure. So I think they kind of forced them to play when he shouldn't have played. Yeah, so your expectation is after a full offseason to kind of rehab that elbow injury and pretty much any nicks and bruises that he had throughout the season, we should see the the, the old Josh Allen come back, the one that pretty much finished one yeah. back-to-back years. Not saying he'll do that again, but that type of quarterback rather than the one where everyone was thinking, is it turnover Josh Allen back? Because in the red zone, he threw so many again. But a lot of that could definitely be attributed to, like what you said, some injuries. But him sitting at number two, I don't think anyone's going to get upset with that. But number three, as... You know, but I'll reveal now to the podcast, guys. Number three quarterback was Jalen Hurts. Uh, his highest ranking or vote that he got was at first. Only one owner put him there. Two owners put him at number two. And the lowest ranking he got was all the way down at number six. So there was a wide range of where we could kind of put Hurts, but he still solidified himself as a top three quarterback. And as an Eagles fan, Darren, that's pretty nice to see. Yeah, I, I think that his big season this year, plus his stability now, because everyone's talking about how he's going to get a, a contract extension. Um, I think that that was due a large part due to this rise that he had. Um, he really went from being probably closer to like QB 12 to QB three this season. Um, so I, I think that that's a large part of it. So I, I think Absolutely. that he is. So where, where do you personally been. rank Jalen Hurts? I think I had him three. I think. I oh, think. Nice. I had him at number four. So I'm I'm not upset with him being at number three at all. I thought me putting him at number four was trying to push him too far ahead. So I really I think the Eagles bias really hurts Eagles in my opinion because I I kind of judge them more harsher because I don't want people to be like, well, of course Tommy has him that high. So I think normally I would have had him at number three. So, so far, the ranking at one, two, three, Mahomes, Allen, and Hurts, I'm not upset with that at all. But once again, we kind of said the consensus like four or five is kind of similar. So let's continue. And I think this was a big surprise for you when I unveiled it last time. But Darren, let's let's pretend and act. Who do you think is the number four quarterback unveiled in this ranking? <laughs> well, I said it was going to be Justin Herbert, but I know it is Joe Burrow. <laughs> um so they were flip-flops in the PDL rankings as opposed to what I would have done. Um, and I went on a whole spiel about how Justin Herbert is more talented. Joe Burrow has all kinds of weapons around him. If Justin Herbert had the same weapons as Joe Burrow, he'd be doing the same things, if not more. Um, Justin Herbert threw for 5,000 yards his first two seasons. The only other quarterback that did that is Dan Marino, I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> in short, Justin Herbert greater than Joe Burrow. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry to say this, but you're wrong. Or at least according to the PDL owners. I I, yeah, I was just PDL. sitting there being like, you know what? I gotta I gotta step up the bat for Joe Burrow. I gotta defend them because Darren always talks down on Burrow. And I, I was like, I you know what? I don't bad, even need to. But he's it's no fault of his own that he's in the situation that he's in. But if he was on the Chargers, if you just flip the quarterbacks, 
Joe Burrow would not be Joe Burrow that he is right now, I don't think. Like, he's still good, but he doesn't have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins over there on the Chargers. So I'm not playing this game when we think of hypotheticals. (laughs) I'm going to play the game of reality and fantasy football, and Joe Burrow almost made it to -to back-to-back Super Bowls, and that's all I care about. Joe Burrow has small hands. Oh, I mean, that's a fact. That's just a fact. I can't I can't deny that. I think I have bigger hands than Joe Burrow, and I'm like a 5'7 Asian man. So with that being said, I think the biggest takeaway isn't just the fact that Joe Burrow is ranked ahead at number four, ahead of Herbert at five. It's another statistic, shocking statistic that I brought to you. So Herbert actually had a number two place vote from an owner, which actually was higher than the highest vote that Burrow got. Burrow got five third place votes and no second place vote, whereas Herbert got one, like I mentioned. But two owners ranked Herbert at number eight. So that's not an anomaly, Gary. If it, if there was just like one owner who had Herbert really late, I'd be like, ah, I mean, okay, maybe just one guy really hates him. But to see two owners have him at number eight and the lowest ranking Joe Burrow got was number six and two owners voted Burrow at six. Two owners also voted Herbert at six as well. So it's kind of crazy that not only did Herbert match Burrow's two number six rankings, but then he got two eight rankings on top of that. So I feel like, it's definitely justified for you to kind of really have to go up the bat for Herbert because I was definitely shocked about that. If I feel like if uh, the tennis came to me right now and said, Hey, I will give you Herbert for Burrow. I, I don't know. I, I, all I'm going to say is I might not say no. <laughs> and if that's the case, maybe that means I have Herbert above him. And I actually think I did rank Herbert above Burrow. Um, yeah. So for everything that you said, I, I, I kind of agree because you know, I, really believe in Herbert sound. I just love Joe Burrow, but I am definitely shocked to see Herbert ranked at number eight by two owners. So Darren, I yeah. have to put the ball in your court. Now for someone who loves Herbert, how can you, ju- I'm not saying, Oh, obviously they're wrong, but how can you justify it? How can you find Herbert ranked all the way down at eight? I think whoever put him at eight is justifying it by Herbert's season this year um, because he did have a down season because he was hurt because he had broken ribs and, and he like didn't throw the ball down the field at all, right? He had like one of because, the least depth of like target pass line of scrimmage almost because of those because injuries. of Lombardi and, and because Lombardi, his yep. two top receivers were hurt most of the year because his so his only offensive weapon was Austin Eckler, who was a running back. If wow, was, the like, disrespect to Joshua know. Palmer. Get out of here, man. <laughs> so Superstar. I mean you got you got nobody on your side there if you're Justin Herbert. So of course you're gonna have a down season. So I mean, yeah. But the fact that two owners have done it, I don't know. Maybe I'm making this too big of a deal. They because colluded. at the end of the day, Herbert is still a top five quarterback, right? Like, what, what yeah, are we really yeah, doing here? But, but I, I don't know. I just think I am just a little – that really got me off guard when I saw that. Um, But I don't know. Maybe the value of Herbert is lower than we thought. Maybe this is your doing, yeah. Aaron. So, uh, Tanish hears this, and he's like, if oh, could... maybe, maybe Herbert isn't good. I wish that this would be my doing and I can convince Tanish that he is a top eight quarterback and not a top five quarterback. Aaron's going I'll... in back now and he's like, oh, maybe I should have just him at 12. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I just should have left them unranked to really bring really it down. Really put no. some propaganda out there. But I'm too exactly. honest. Everyone knows that I'm too honest on the pod. And, you know, Brett, Brett despises me because I'm too honest. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even like you are like, oh, let's let's pick some fights there. You're like, I mean, I'm, I just said some yeah. things. It's just my opinion. Why does anyone care about what it is? I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't even make the playoffs this year. I got the fourth pick in the draft because <laughs> of my opinions. 
So what does anyone care? But um, you're always a good sport there. But let's move on. After Herbert at the top five, I guess this is kind of where things get a little bit shaky. And this is where I revealed to you, and you got it right. Um, who was the number six quarterback? Lamar. And um, then we proceeded to talk about Lamar and how he kind of plateaued or regressed since 2019, his MVP season. Um, I guess that if he is not on the Ravens, he would be on the Falcons. But I think both places are going to be better um, than they were this past year. Like the Ravens are going to do something to address it, the situation that he's in. If he is still there and if he goes to the Falcons, he's going to be in a place that Marcus Mariota was a top 14 quarterback before he got benched. Um, so if he could be a top 14 quarterback, then you can bet your ass that Lamar Jackson is going to be top five <laughs> easily, if not one. Um, so I think that Lamar is probably could be higher than this if we redid this next year. Um, like if Lamar gets traded, say he gets traded to the Falcons, right? And he's the quarterback one this season. And I think that you could put him ahead of Herbert and Burrow and he would be quarterback four, if not ahead of Hertz and make him quarterback three. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I'm definitely biased because I have Lamar Jackson. I've always loved them uh, so much to the point where I actually went out and traded for Lamar. I, he was not on my team originally, but I'm definitely not blind to the fact that he has shown durability concerns. But I think the biggest saving grace for me is the fact that he's just a difference maker when he actually plays. And I know that's a huge caveat, but I don't anticipate Lamar Jackson being a quarterback that misses like eight games a season. Um, he usually pushes through. And this year was also a little bit of an anomaly, or that's what I'm lying to myself to say, because that this year, everyone knew that there was some kind I'm not saying bad blood, but there was things talking about contract negotiation. Is he back? Is he not back? How, how and it was like the whole Kawhi situation, right? Where people didn't really understand mm -hmm. how, severe the injuries were so I, i'm gonna toss this past season as a little bit of an anomaly and once again when lamar jackson plays if i was playing against lamar and that's i guess once again my bias showing through i would be terrified as long as i know he's actually playing in the game so i'm just gonna continue to ride with that but i don't think anyone is too upset him being at number six so let's jump over to number seven darren and who's revealed at number seven um number seven was trevor lawrence right there we go. Putting your memory on the test. I think the biggest surprise takeaway wasn't the fact that he came in number seven. I have to agree with where he is, but it's the fact that one owner put him all the way down at number 11. I thought that was really shocking. Almost completely out Somebody of the him. top. <laughs> yeah, someone absolutely hates him. Um, but if we take that one anomaly out, uh, a wide majority did put Trevor Lawrence right at number seven. His highest ranking was at number five. There are two owners that put him at number eight. So it's kind of crazy that Trevor Lawrence... Um, had the same amount of eighth place rankings as Justin Herbert. Yes, I'm never going to let this go. But um, yeah. I feel like you have to be really happy with the progress that Lawrence made from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson's two completely different quarterbacks. Yeah, he had a huge sophomore season, which is why he's here now, because I think if he trended in the same direction he was with Urban Meyer, he would not even be in the top 12 at this point. Um, but, but I know that uh, after this top seven was revealed, I said that it's going to be hard for any rookie quarterback to crack the top seven for a few years. Um, I think even with Caleb Williams next year and Drake May and CJ, or CJ Stroud and Bryce Young this year, um, I have a hard time seeing anybody, any of those rookies, because they're going to be drafted you know, by bad teams. Um, it's going to take a few years before they're in this category with these guys. Like I think that this top seven is in some order this top seven is locked in for the next three to five years, I think. 
And this was uh, just a great segue by Darren because this is a perfect way to say, hey, as everyone knows in the PDL, there was one owner specifically, we don't know who it is, that ranked rookies in their rankings. And you are right, Darren. They did not rank them in the top seven. They actually come in at number eight, nine, and 10. And it was Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and Will Levis, uh, respectively, at eight, nine, and 10. So I think a lot of this has to say that this top seven is kind of in their own tier. And if you actually look at the rankings, you're absolutely right. The tiers breakdown is this Patrick Mahomes is in his own tier kind of at number one, Josh Allen and Hertz are kind of in their own tier. They're not in their own tier. Like it's another tier break. So it's Mahomes tier break, Josh Allen tier break, Jalen Hurts tier break. And then there's like a hosh posh of quarterbacks. Then it's Burrow, Herbert, and Jackson tier break, Trevor Lawrence tier break, and then a bunch of random quarterbacks. So I feel yeah. like if you have those seven quarterbacks that you eloquently said saying, hey, they could be locked in almost for you know three to five years. These are the quarterbacks that you I feel like would really want to gun for or want to at least have in the PDL as a quote unquote franchise quarterback because you would want some of these guys. So just moving yeah. forward, Darren, I think I did reveal to you who the next quarterback at number eight was, right? Yeah. So I I sort of heard it before we had to stop. Um, but who is now, your guess first? I said I I would take Deshaun Watson here at eight. Like that would be my my pick here. I know he's it. A terrible, irreparable human being. But as far as football goes, I would take him here at eight. Um, but I know that you, I think you revealed Justin Fields, right? Um, right? At eight. So I, until I can see that guy throw on an NFL level, I cannot take him this high. There's no way. Um, That's absolutely fair. <laughs> I can't, like, I know, I know. I saw him run. The dude ran for like 1,200 yards or whatever, almost broke Lamar Jackson's record. If he didn't get banged up, he probably would have, but at the same time, I to be think fair, the that's also a part of the running, right? Yeah, it's always yeah. weird when people say that. They're like, "Oh, if you didn't care," I was like, "Well, yeah." And he's physical. He's kind of the same Josh Allen kind of physical runner. Like he's that kind of guy, um, and he's going to run into contact instead of running away from it, like Lamar Jackson does, and that kind of saves Lamar Jackson um, from getting these terrible injuries. But yeah, if you actually look at a lot I, of Lamar's think, injuries, it's not from his scrambles. It's just when he gets hit in the pocket, actually, which is interesting. Yeah, because that like, just tells to you how most, elusive and how he slides all the time. What is the most? I'm gonna bring up Max's uh, team real quick because Max obviously has um, the best Justin team in the field. Yeah, <laughs> he has Justin Fields. Um, his the most yards he threw for this entire season was 254 yards. <laughs> that is that is horrendous. You That's cannot, like his absolute ceiling game. You cannot be doing that in today's NFL. Like they make it so it's easy to hold on. Pass. Hold on. To be fair, who was he throwing to? He was throwing to no one. I know he was throwing to no one, but at but the it's same still time, a problem at the end of the day. I, I get it. Yes. Who was Pat Mahomes throwing to this year? Marquez Valdez Scanling and Juju Smith Schuster? Come on. <laughs> like, I mean, to be fair, that's way better than whatever the they didn't the Bears have like Dante Pettis out there unironically, like all the time. Yeah, Dante Pettis and the other St. Brown Byron brother. Pringle. They have Ryan Pringle granted, out there, granted too. They are, granted, they are worse. I'm not saying Way that worse. they aren't worse. But how much worse? Marquez Valdez-Scantling is not good. Juju is, like, mediocre. And then Sky Moore wasn't good this year. Oh, they got Sky to Moore like halfway through the year. Oh, you but forgot like, the GOAT, not... Kadarius Tony, who touches the ball <laughs> three times a game. But he, like, 
breaks the game. He's he's a monster. Pat Mahomes wasn't out here. Aside from Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes wasn't out here throwing a superstars either. So well, to be fair, I Travis mean, Kelsey alone is better than the entire Chicago Bears team. Well, yeah, but at the same time, like if you see, I, I if sorry, so Justin Fields, if he comes out here next year, right, and they get him, they got they already spent the thirty two pick on uh, that shitty receiver from Pittsburgh. What the hell is his name? The first down Chase celebrator, boy, yeah, Chase Claypool. Like they <laughs> they traded the 30, 30 second pick for him, which was absolutely boneheaded as shit. Um, so now they're gonna have Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, and another receiver. Um, their say offensive they line's also uh, gonna need some help sucks. too. Yeah, their offensive line also sucks. But like, you say they have Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, and they say they get Jackson Smith or Jigba, right? The best receiver in this draft. If they do that, and Justin Fields still can't at least average 250 games a year, he can't throw it in an NFL level. He can't. He just can't do it. And I can't put that guy at my number eight quarterback. I just can't do that personally. Well, Darren, I am sorry to break it to you <laughs> that he was here. And it was almost like, um, I want to say there was like a clear tear break, but it, he was kind of doing his own thing. So that's where he fell at number eight. So who do you think falls at number nine? Is Deshaun Watson your guess again here? Um, No, because I don't, ex- as, as, although I would take Deshaun Watson, I expect it to be Kyler Murray. That's my guess. It is Kyler Murray. So this is yeah. where it and gets a, a little bit. This is where it gets a little bit crazy, though. So Deshaun or sorry, not Deshaun Watson. Justin Fields placed higher than Kyler Murray. But Justin mm-hmm. Fields was actually omitted from one owner completely on his list. And that, that, just, shows you, that just shows you how highly Justin Fields is rated overall, though, to still put him higher than. Yeah. Uh, Murray. Yeah, like because I think. I think no, some people probably love, love Justin Fields, right? Like, I think that there is probably some people that are infatuated with Justin Fields with his upside, like if he can get it going as a passer. But we've basically seen him for two years at this point. And I'm not sure if we're going to see him be as good of a passer as he was at Ohio State in the NFL. Um, I know that he had no weapons around him. I, I, I get that. I understand him. But at the same time, like, he should have shown something more than he did. Well, remember, um, before... Jalen Hurts really got AJ Brown even when we Jalen saw Hurts was better than Justin Fields. He I know was he was. He was way better. But st- I'm trying <laughs> to be a little. Better. I'm. I'm t- I don't want to be on a podcast where we just trash. I, mean, I like to do both. I know. I like I to know. trash and talk them up. I know, but I. I mean, Max has enough things going for us. That's, that's fair, dude. Out. I would be the first person to trash on Max if I could. But even I'm like, come on, you're going too far with the Fields, but. Now, I, now Murray the, is on here though, so you got to say I'm going to force you to say nice things about Murray because I know how much you hate him though. Max has both of these quarterbacks, and as much as I hate Kyler Murray, I would take Kyler Murray over Justin Fields because I know that. Oh, I 100 would take Kyler Murray over Justin Fields easily. So I, I'm surprised that, that Justin Fe- or Kyler Murray was this low, but it makes sense. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, he's a prick, Kyler Murray, but you know he's very talented. He's very good. <laughs> um, I think he's he's, it's kind of like the um, Lamar Jackson thing, right? Like when he's on, when he plays, he's very good. he's great. Yeah, and he, you know, after November when the new Call of Duty game comes out, he usually has some kind of injury where he's not able to play anymore. But, you know, <laughs> maybe Activision will stop pumping out Call of Duty games and then he'll be a Hall of Famer. Who knows? The Cardinals will literally just buy Activision to be like, let's just <laughs> yeah. release the games in the offseason, you know? Let's just not release. Like, we, I'm not saying don't make the game. Just continue. Just release it at a different time. 
you're going to have uh, Mike Bidwell. He's going to have some kind of $100 million deal with Activision where they release <laughs> the games in February instead of... Tyler Murray is literally going to be rolling into training camp like 220 pounds, and they're going to be like, how... Or actually, he probably <laughs> already fuck, is. Man? Like, yeah, he's going to be like, how did you get so... He's like, dude, man, i just been Call playing God. What's up? He's going to come in looking like Leonard Fournette. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, in all actuality, I, Murray, when he's on the field, he's dynamic. He is, aside from height, he does everything, right? Like, he scrambles yeah. with the best of them. He has, he's actually good at throwing. Like, just as a pure thrower of the ball, he's really, really good, too. It's mm-hmm. just, um, he just really can't see down the middle of the field. That's kind of his knock, mm-hmm. right? Um, he just likes to do the corner routes and all that kind of stuff. But regardless, when he's on the field, absolute difference maker. But just to pick up the pace, number nine now, Darren, who is your guess here? I thought that was nine. No, that was eight, wasn't it? Not. No, that was nine. Just oh, eight. Nine? Kyler Murray nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, 10. sorry. Now number ten. You're right. You're absolutely right. Number ten, the last um, person to make it. I mean, I'm guessing Deshaun Watson now, but I feel like it still might be like Dak Prescott or something. Well, Darren, I am going to have to break the news to you now. It was Deshaun Watson. Okay. He made it into the top 10. You should it. feel amazing <laughs> about this. And actually, now that I am mentioning, actually, no, I'll mention it at then. But yeah, Deshaun Watson makes it in at number 10, which is absolutely impressive because one, two, three, four, five owners omitted him from their rankings. Damn. And he was still able to beat out Dak Prescott for this spot. So the reason I want to wait is because I think I made a... Um, visual the other day where i had two attack of iloa as number 11 it was actually Dak prescott so i definitely did a mistake there so maybe i did that as a spoiler so people could turn this pod so it, it was really <laughs> really close between deshaun watson and Dak prescott but deshaun watson had one two three four votes at seven at highest whereas Dak prescott's highest vote was at nine and there was two people that omitted Dak Prescott from their top 12 rankings as well. So Deshaun Watson's actual rankings just weighted so much heavier that he finally does break the top 10. And I feel like it's rightfully so, regardless of um, how he is off the field. It's obviously that's factored in and baked into this, right, Darren? Yeah, I, I would personally take him over Kyler Murray and Justin Fields, but I could see, you know, not wanting to have him on your dynasty team whatsoever because of what he did off you hear the that, field. Everyone I can see more it. of a crime to be a short, grumpy Asian quarterback <laughs> in the league than molesting masseuses. That's, that's what Darren said. <laughs> Clip that. We, we should show that. No, I'm kidding. Not I'm kidding. what I said. That's <laughs> I know, not I know. what I said. <laughs> but, but, um, continue. but I do think that, you know, if he can return to the form that he had in Houston, um it's still not guaranteed but i do expect him to um but if he can return to how he once was before um i think that he could be much higher on this list than 10 next year um he could he's probably the only quarterback i think that could crack that you know illustrious top seven i think of these guys um i don't think that justin fields will um he has the ability to I'm not saying he doesn't. I don't think Kyler Murray will. I just don't think that he is going to crack any you of those You just don't guys. want to live in that kind of reality. You're like, that just doesn't work for me. <laughs> like, he's just too much of an uncertain 
head case. Like they're talking about now how he might not even play the entire season this year. The entire I heard that season. Too. I heard that. Like, I, and then I also randomly hear, oh no, he's actually going to be back earlier than Halloween. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Like that guy's, I don't know, man. I don't think he's coming back like anytime soon. Like maybe Halloween at the earliest. So I just want to go once again, just the top 10. So the PDL, these are our top 10 consensus ranking as of today. It could be outdated as soon as tomorrow. But as of right now, yeah. it's Patrick Mahomes at number one. Number two, Josh Allen, followed by Jalen Hurts at number three. Joe Burrow, number four. Justin Herbert at number five, followed by Lamar Jackson at number six. Trevor Lawrence at number seven. Justin Fields at number eight. Kyler Murray at number nine. And last but not least, at number 10, just barely making it in. It's Deshaun Watson with some honorable mentions being Dak Prescott and Tua Tagovailoa, who unfortunately weren't able to make it. We'll do another honorable mention being Daniel Jones being mm -hmm. um, an honorable mention as well. Um, there are a handful of other uh, people that only got one vote, like um, Jared Goff, Trey Lance. Kirk Jared Cousins. Goff? Yeah, Jared Goff got a In vote. In the top 10? Uh, no, these are top 12. Top 12. Even Remember, still, this is top what the 12. Fuck? <laughs> he got a vote at 12. Uh, Cousins got a vote at 11. Russell Wilson got a vote at 11 and 12. Uh, Trey Lance got a vote for at 11. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how things broke down. Obviously, you guys all know oh the rookies. God. Bryce Young got a vote at 8. CJ Stroud got a vote at 9. And Will Levis got a vote at 10. Um, so these are all the other quarterbacks that were kind of honorable mentions. But how do you feel about the top 10, Darren? I feel like um, not that bad. I feel like... I think accurate. the top 10 was right. I think after the top 10, we got a little dicey there. Jared Goff and <laughs> so Kirk we Cousins. saved it. We're like, oh, thank God the cutoff was 10. Because even yeah, at 11 God. and 12. <laughs> we did not want to go past 10 there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely get that. But Darren, thanks for being such a good sport and staying on with this pod. I know you have a heart out right now, but I'm glad that we're able to get this out. But guys, thanks for sticking around. We're going to have have technical to find... difficulties. Yeah, we're going to have to find another uh, platform to record this thing because Riverside just ain't cutting it for us. But uh, with that being said, guys, take care. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed your meal. We'll catch you next time.